<laughs> the countdowns kind of left me a little bit. No, that was the worst one of them all. I stuffed it up bad. I stuffed it up. Anyway. Oh, oh what, you mean the timing? So when does it when does it start? I was like, premature in my countdown there. <laughs> Sorry guys. So, so where does it cut in then? Like, so where did we start? Um, maybe with the Ballon of Bomber. I'm not too sure. <laughs> right where I wanted it. Thank you. I'll give the guy credit for one. I'll give him, give him credit once. And he messes it up. <laughs> Honestly, just the once. I like how honesty is though. I like how... I like... I go, nah, nah, boys. That's <laughs> the worst one we, we were so close. Let's try again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have with us the Ballina Brawler, the fucking boomer from the back streets of Ballina. Eli Hedges. <laughs> the king of the count. <laughs> the king of the count. He's got that. He does. Um, Mr. Robert Whittaker, one half of the most famous uh, Fab and Rob combination after Milli Vanilli. Thank you for <laughs> but being catching. here. we're catching. We're catching them. Slowly catching them. Slowly catching them. Thank you, Rob, for being here as well. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Can I just uh, thank uh, our sponsor, Kaplan Homes? Um, In case you guys haven't noticed. The wall, people. And before some degenerate points out that this is not centered. It's not centered. That's the way the room is. It won't be centered. Leave it alone. It never will be centered. I would also like to welcome and thank the 98%, the 98 to 99% of Grange TV viewers that are growing stronger every day, <laughs> that support us. And honestly, I'm going to be nice to the 2%, 1%, 2% of degenerates that watch. Thank you for watching, guys. Keep watching. Shout out to the guy who put together the meme of the pie chart. That was so good. <laughs> that was clever. Grange TV memes. Yeah, the, the Grange TV memes. Check them out. There's a pie chart of Fab's very well thought put together statistics of the people that watch the show. So thank you. Also <laughs> thank you a recipe, if anyone missed it for an omelette. Oh, the omelette recipe. Yes. Yes. Don't forget that. <laughs> yes, mate. That's something that everyone should, everyone should go through once in their life is the omelette recipe. I think that that's very important. Um... What's been happening, gentlemen? How was PAX? Uh, PAX was amazing. It always is. Uh, last year, PAX was, was, was very good. It was leading into the fight, so I couldn't, couldn't enjoy it as much as, as, as this time, like as relaxed. But this time going in, kind of knowing what I was in for, and just it blew me away again. It was, uh, it was unreal. So I played a lot of games, saw a lot of new booths, saw a lot of upcoming games. And uh, yeah, and just, you know what? The, the fans make it so... So much fun, I guess, because they create an atmosphere and a culture where everybody is just, honestly, like kids on Christmas. Everyone's just going crazy, as well as all the the cosplay out there and the, the costumes and. Did things. you dress up, Robert? Uh, no, no, not not this year. I didn't. I didn't dress up. I, I walked around with a warhammer for a little bit. What that is? Something suitably deliciously <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a massive hammer. Why'd you walk around with that? Uh, why not? <laughs> And uh, so you didn't dress up. Hey, Eli, last time we had um, that despicable character, David Roberts, here. <laughs> this time, do you, do you ever go to those, like, packs and that and dress or, up? Or Comic-Cons and some of like that? No. I'd, I'd, the mic? Not at all. No. I don't go to them. Do you, do you like comic books or anything like that? I like Star Wars, and that's around it. I can't even watch Fast and the Furious. I think it's that ridiculous. But do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll watch Star Wars. At least I know that's fake. Do I, don't know how, like, I don't know how you draw the line at Fast and the Furious and not Star Wars. It's the worst. Fast <laughs> and the Furious. How many Fast and the Furiouses did you watch? I watched the first one and yes, I couldn't do it. The same. The first one. But when he said that I live my life oh. one mile at a time, I, I like wanted to change it then. 
<laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm not I'm 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 a bit of a fan of Vin Diesel. I like I liked him in um, Saving Private Ryan. I like him in The Boiler Room. There were quite a few films that he did all right, but that one, it just when he said that line, it was over. Yeah, yeah. I, I may have watched the first one as well, like when I was a kid. But I've never. I don't like cars very much. I don't well, like. I don't like car shows, car games. So no, I'm not huge into them. Like um, I, I always tell a story when one time we were traveling South America and we got stuck there, and I just I needed to hear some English. And the only movie they had out at the time was the Fast and the Furious, the one that they did in Brazil. Oh yeah. yeah. And I remember like I seen the first scene or something like that, and I looked at my mate and I said, "I'm out of here. I can't do it." <laughs> and he's like, "What? We just paid for the cinema." I said, "No, I'm gone. Just took my popcorn, and left." You know what? You know what movie I did like. Vin Diesel in was a, uh, what's that one where he's blind? You know what I'm talking. You, uh, Riddick. Riddick. I liked Riddick. It was. It was. Very, I don't know why he plays characters that are just cringy. <laughs> it seems like every movie he's been in, it's cringy. Like even like he he did that that daycare one as well. Pacifier. Like, the pacifier. <laughs> I don't know why I know every, all these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because you stunt doubles on some of them. Yeah. Come on, mate. Come on. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like I don't know why. There's he... shots, mate. There's things that you don't say. In this. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why he plays only roles that he where he just does that cringy stuff like that was one liners. Like Riddick was so cringy. <laughs> I liked. It. Did you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that one. Is that the one where the 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 plane crashes behind enemy lines? No, nah. that's when they go and rescue Private Ryan. Is that Ryan. called Behind Enemy Lines? Is the one, is the one brother <laughs> That one's called Behind Enemy Lines. <laughs> and the one where they rescue Private Ryan, that's called Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Saving Private Ryan. I've seen Behind Enemy Lines, but great movie. Great movie. <laughs> shout <laughs> out. Owen Wilson, isn't it? <laughs> shout out, shout, shout out to Behind Enemy Lines. <laughs> who, the, who Private Ryan was? No, no. The Behind Enemy Lines. Was that Owen Wilson? He played like a serious role? i got no idea. I can't remember. Right. I can't remember at all. No, but I don't dress up, Fab. I don't, not for <coughs> comic cons or anything like that. You dress up when you, when you hop on the mats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something uh, we're going to do, a, uh, hopefully, be able to, weather permitting, we should be able to do a very special episode of Grange TV. Won't be able to go live this Sunday. Um, shout out to Chris Casichelli, who's organized uh, spear fishing. Mm. Um, journey for us we like to go spearfishing yeah uh rob and i and eli likes to go spearfishing but yep. eli uses because he's a fucking groovy person mr um trendy man over there uses a hawaiian sling he doesn't use like a gun like everyone else doesn't catch anything either but still um very very environmentally friendly but uh we we should be going out spearfishing this sunday and be able to take mm. um some footage and able to make a little bit of a, a docker on that so that that should be that, fun that'll be great grange tv hitting the open waters 100 percent. i'm not gonna lie i'm a little terrified <laughs> but you've been spear fishing before I'm yeah open some windows, no I've, I've been spearing before but i'm just i'm i'm not good at it i can't hit anything i think we were talking about it before the only thing i've ever shot was uh what, what are they called again uh Rock hail. Rock hail. <laughs> because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I nudged it with the gun before I shot it anyway. <laughs> like they are a slow fish. <laughs> but like Yeah, I, I, I can't my accuracy with the spear gun is terrible. I can't hold my breath for very long. Um Yeah, I'm I'm not a great spear fisher. I do 
however, enjoy going exploring, like the, the exploration factor of like diving under and looking under this shelf and seeing if there's any, I say shelf, it's like looking under this rock and seeing if there's anything under there before I have to go up for air in about two seconds. But uh, it's it's fun. Like I like I like that going into the unknown. What do you do? You you, you you've you've done it a fair bit. Yeah, living, living up home in Ballina, we yeah. had the river and, and the ocean and that. There, you weren't allowed to spear in the river, but that didn't stop us as young <laughs> kids. I guess you there'd be like a there'd be like a call. Rangers here, and everyone would just let their Hawaiian go and would just pretend we're snorkeling. But um, did you catch? What'd you catch in the river? Mainly, we'd go for flathead. So you'd find them on the bottom of the on the, of the ground and that. So a lot of flathead and that in the river. What about, what about yabbies? Are they yabbies? Yabbies are on the beach. Are they? Yeah. Like, I thought yabbies were freshwater. No, you can get yabbies on the beach. Can you? Know? Yeah. You, get, know. you can get freshwater yabbies. Okay. So I remember having a... a but the river he's talking about is saltwater. Yeah, saltwater. Oh, oh, okay. So it comes in from the ocean. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So you're allowed to, you're allowed to spear any, anywhere outside the break wall. Oh, okay. you, so you could be on one side of the wall. You're not allowed to spear. Other side, you are allowed to spear. But... Unless you you're Eli Hedges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you catch a lot of good fish? Yeah, we used to catch some big flatheads, big H- ones. How big? Oh, I don't know, a little. I would exaggerate it. I don't know. 50 centimetres. Good size. Right. That's that's you get some sand whiting in that as well. So. Well, we hope to be able to catch some good fish this yeah. weekend and have a good show for. If we get taken by a shark, the viewers will be it will be amazing for the viewers. Oh man, don't say that because I'm terrified about going out into waters. Do you want to talk your story? Tell, I, want to talk I, know, story. I know you want to tell your story. <laughs> tell, tell, tell your story. story about the time a massive shark took your bait. Okay, we were out spearfishing, <laughs> and were you there? Hey, were you there? No, no, no. Um, it was me and Richie Vass. Shout out to Richie Vass who has fought in the UFC. Um, so we were out spearfishing out at Cronulla, out at Cornell, out at New Mary's Reef. And we were like, I'm not a water baby. I grew up in southwest Sydney, so there wasn't like heaps of spearfishing. But anyways, I was out there and I was catching fish. And then I, um, I, I was swimming back and I'd caught a few fish, which is reasonably rare for me. And as I was swimming back, I felt like a tug. And I thought it was like a, a moray eel or something that, that had caught the fish. And I swam back out. Does that happen a lot? Yeah. Like moray eels come up yeah, and take the fish. Yeah, the eels take your fish. I'm asking because I've never caught anything. <laughs> yeah, they'll take your fish or, or um, little... These sh- are like those huge fat eels. Yeah, they'll take your fish. Wow. Yeah, and I, I, I thought maybe they took it, but it pulled hard. And then I swam back to the floaty and the, you know, the waves thing and a wave went out and then brought me back right next to the shark. And I didn't know it was a shark, but it was like... Have you been in the water with sharks, Eli? Yeah, yeah, big wobby gone. No, real sharks. No, the, I didn't think... Wobby gong, come on, mate. This is, I didn't think they were sharks either, so I was poking no, up... No, it, it is a yeah, shark. I've, I've seen Richie pick a wobby gong out and throw it at someone. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was a big one. And I, I thought it was funny as hell, like giving a little poke and that with my spear and we're having a giggle because they're so slow and docile. And then like one of my mates, he like swam off real quick. Cat, do you know what I mean? Just laughing at him. And then... um. We got up and one of the fishermen were on the rock was like, that wobby gone would have ripped you apart. Apparently they have heaps. I thought they just had gums. No, they got teeth. Yeah. He said they got heaps of teeth. He said, they weren't, you know what I mean? But they'll shred you up. But how big, was, big, how big was the one that would have shredded you up? As long as me. Did they get that big? Yeah. Because yeah. I always thought wobby gums were just like those stumpy little... No, 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 no. I've been things. in the water with big ones too. But this wasn't a wobby gun. This was like a, a bronze whaler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, man. What are you... 
<laughs> He's laughing too. Anyways, oh, so tell me how you went swimming with a bronze whaler. <laughs> Don't make fun of me, mate. Don't make it. This is fucking almost cost me my life. And uh, yeah, the fit, the shark had my fish. I'm telling you the truth. This is <laughs> I'm laughing. What not t- I'm telling. I'm telling a story. No, no, I'm laughing because of the of the the the, the Grange memes <laughs> that I'm gonna take this story out of proportion. I can't wait. Anyways, the shark had got my fish, and I was fucking scared. So I dropped everything, dropped my gun, everything, and started swimming back. And As you do when there's a shark. Well, you should have kept your gun, in hindsight. Yeah. But I thought, was it loaded? Yeah, it had the whole thing. But I thought, nah, doesn't matter. I dropped everything, and I started, because I could swim a lot faster with my hands free. And so I started swimming hard as I could. It was still, like, honestly, easy 200 meters away to swim back. Mm. And uh, I swam so hard because I panicked. That, uh, like, the shark wasn't a problem no more. I got, like, lactic. Oh, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to fucking drown here. <laughs> and no one's going to open the gym. That's what went through my head. No one's going to open the gym. Yeah. The session. I had the keys. We just opened <laughs> yeah. the Grange. And um, I remember slowing it down, got back to to the thing. And then I told Richie. And Richie was like, oh, I can't let that go to waste. Something, I'm paraphrasing. And he jumped back in. And I went out and got all the stuff. And then when they came out, there's a photo. I've got to find the photo of the, the shark had bitten the fish in half. How big was the fish? No, it was like a moong. So it was probably about yay big, that big. Wow. So it bit it in half. So, yeah, it was a, it was a shark. It was like a proper shark. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm jesting now, but like if anything moves under the water, I freak out big time, big time. Even even when it's no, a no, fish. No, no, you laughed at me now. Like, I hope. Yeah. I hope you see one on Sunday. No, 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 don't say I that. I hope it takes the food right off you. <laughs> I'm not going to have And then I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> you know, uh, I, me and you are going to be neck and neck running from that thing. Nah, man. <laughs> but have you seen shark sharks? Like, when you've been surfing and that? <clears throat> yeah, surfing, yeah. Like, proper sharks, not wobby guns? Yeah, no, proper sharks. Yeah. When I was... I remember when I was 15. Is that not... When yeah. I was 15, one time we were out North War and we're surfing out there and the two guys, two guys I was with, they swam in, didn't tell me there was a shark there. What? So was it on they went up, they went up on the wall and then they were watching me. I was still in the water and they're like, shark. I'm like, you could have told me when you got out. But yeah. How big was the shark? Oh, I didn't get to see it, but. It was no, but have size. you seen it? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, definitely seen them. When? Oh, when, do you know what I mean? When you're out there surfing. You just see like the shadows and stuff like that. You just head straight in. So North War up in Ballinat is now like a hot spot. Do you know what I mean? When I was 17, I think a kid from Austinville, a bodyboarder, he got um, he got killed there at North War. We've had a, another whole bunch of people along Lighthouse Beach, it's called there, that have been um, either killed or hacked up pretty bad. So, it, But when I was young, there was just, you know I mean, you were out all the time. You were out from dusk to dawn. There was people there all the time, but... Didn't have any problems, but obviously there's a problem now. How close have you been to a shark, though? Like, I've seen the shadow go under me, but hard to get a gauge of what size it is. Dude, that's terrifying. Do you get scared? Yeah. And sometimes even dolphins freak you out, do you know what I mean? Because you don't see them at first and you'll see the shadow, but then you see it's a dolphin and you chill out a little bit. But, yeah, no, you just straight in. Jump on anything you, you can and get in. Do you panic? In. And you just, <laughs> you just start gunning it? Yeah, you just gun in. Just on any little wave you can get and just try to get in as fast as you can i've yeah. seen like little reef sharks when we've been out swimming when we've been out spearfishing i've seen wobbegongs in that they don't really scare me 
But like the ones that start to look like proper sharks, they start to scare me. I got scared that time you pointed out that, that stingray. Yeah, the big stingrays. Yeah. But the big stingrays, have you been spearfishing and the big stingrays yeah. start to follow you around? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't had them follow me around. They but follow you around for the fish. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't had them follow me around, but I've been where like they'll pop out of nowhere and you go, oh, I didn't even see him under there. Yeah, no, that time you pointed out that sting, stingray scared the hell out of me. Like, I don't like anything that I've never seen before. How big was the bait? It was big. <laughs> Huge. Huge. I, I'm not going to use do estimates. Because Just I'm do terrible. estimates. You're always so okay. good at it. How, yeah. how, was <laughs> it eight meters? Probably from about here to that table end. Yeah, probably. That's probably that's maybe a little thicker. Yeah. A little wider. Yeah. Fascinating. It's massive. Almost two meters across, I'd say. And then I was trying to mime to Fab, can I shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the rules very well, but I always ask first. Yeah, but even if you shot it, it's not just, you'd, you'd lose all your gear. <laughs> <laughs> just got to take it with you. I missed a fish one time and got a blue ring octopus on the end of my spear. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. just, I couldn't, just could not get it off. Just had to leave it there. How, how big was it? Is it can nah, you? They were only little. But I've never seen one in real life. Is it? You can see the blue <coughs> rings yeah. on it? Yeah, they glow just about. You can see it clearly. And, mm. it, and that's only dangerous if it bites you, eh? I'm not too sure if it, yeah, I think if, if it bites I think you or if you touch barbs. it. Yeah, I, think, I thought they might have a poison. I'm not sure. Yeah, they may have, you know, like, yeah, may, may have, like, tips. I've got no idea, but <laughs> I think they may have barbs. I, I'm pretty sure they're not venomous in the sense that the way they bite you with their little beaks, they have poison. I, I think wasn't the toxins it. are in the botanicals. No, you don't know that. I don't. I <laughs> don't. don't know that. You just... I don't. You just... No, don't. Stop it. <laughs> Let's just talk about something you so, might know. Wait, wait, so, wait, so, what, what, so what did you do with the gear? Oh, no, I just had the... So with a Hawaiian sling, you can just undo it halfway, and I had to leave the, the like the spear end yeah. down there. I couldn't even take the the spear end off and keep the whole thing. I just half of it yeah. had to just leave it. I know plenty about animals. Eli, while we dis start discussing Nico Price and James Vick, can you save the blue ring octopus from being profiled by Rob and find out what it is that makes it poisonous? Will do. Let's start with Nico Price versus James Vick. Yeah, from the um, weekend's card. I got let's, let's discuss like what we're all thinking. Really want to talk about is that knockout. Like, um, you know, you don't see it very often, do you? Like no. the, the upkick knockouts. Like, uh, yeah, and it was. It, I thought. I thought. I still think James Vick is an amazing fighter. I think he has a great skill set, but that that kick was huge. You can hear it. Like, and he was knocked out bad. For bad, bad. Like it's, like he he fell, he collapsed straight away, and then was gone for a while. Like the guy had time to to like hit him from the bottom a couple of times and then squirm no, out. Celebrated and still wasn't out, good. Celebrating and yeah, like James was still still gone. Um, that was that was that's, that was huge, and that's, I think that's the the third like massive knockout he's he sustained. Well, he just got knocked out by <coughs> Dan Hooker. On the same card that they fought, like on the same card, not long ago. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't long ago. It would have been about two, three months ago, max. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's another huge knockout. Another huge knockout. You know, I. Uh, I. You know, it's funny. Like I think. Sorry, I didn't think he was fighting that bad. No, nah, neither did I. Neither did I. I didn't think the position he was in was bad either. Nothing. It, it was a good position. He was landing good shots, but it's just he just got. Up, caught it with that up kick 
And it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even just like a push up kick. It was like an axe kick yeah. from the bottom. It was not. It's like a giant fist, <laughs> yeah. you know, right on the chin. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's so much worse because it's his legs. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, and the, on the ball, like on the heel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a big knuckle. Yeah, it's just terrible. That's a that's a that's a huge. Well, you could see the damage it did to him. Um, yeah, I, I think James. Uh, I don't like how a lot of the fans are saying James Vicks has done. He's a washout. He's he's a shit fighter. He's blah 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 blah. People get caught, but I do think that one thing that is that I think should be looked at at least is like, is he giving his brain enough rest between fights between knockouts? You know, because head trauma is real. You know, and it takes significant trauma to to go out like that. You know, you can't assume maybe he is. Maybe he got the correct yeah. um, advice. I think as well. And not not just necessarily about James Vick, but also, like, even if you're not getting knocked out in the fights, that's what you see. But also the the, the damage you're taking in training mm. as well. You know, so that's um, you don't know if people get knocked out at training as well, or they've taken mad shots at training. Um, so yeah, it's sad to see because it is two in a row for sure, two yeah. big knockouts in a row for him, and that's. Um, that's got to take its toll. Yeah, massive psychologically, and, oh, physiologically. Like as a fighter, I really like him. I really do. Like as a person, he's he's really nice guy. We've met him a couple of times, and he's always been like real cool. And I think as a fighter, he's like really, he's really interesting, fun to watch. And he's got, I think he's got a great stand up skill set. Like he's got a great skill set. He's got a great body for the for the game. But um, it's just what what, can you, what, what do you do? Um, what did you get out of that <coughs> fight? Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It's like, like, it it it's it's hard. What like what 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 can you take out? For, like, if I'm James Vick, what do I, what do you do? Like, what sort of discussions do you have after a fight like that where you were? I think like I feel like he was winning. Like he was doing the right things. Or at least he. Yeah. I don't think anyone was winning. At a fight that early, you know what yeah, I mean? Very true. You, but but he was doing well. It's hard to say. Like yeah, you, you're you're very right on that. But like he was doing well. I thought he was fighting great. Um, and then that happened. Like, what what do you what do you what sort of conversations do you have afterwards? Like what do you what conversations can you have? You know, um, it's it's hard. You know, and I I can only imagine how how rough he must feel because I'm not I'm not sure. Like, but. Like that's his second loss for 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 certain in a row in in the, the last year, but I'm pretty sure it's it's more than that because I'm no no it's more than that yeah yeah so I think he got knocked out beforehand as well but um but yeah what what kind of conversations do you have it's he'd be in a rough place to mentally I think well I think to to bring it up you just lost mm. a fight like that um I think if I if I can kind of speak not for you but speak about the situation as well being that that you know I'm somewhat part of it i think you hear Someone. a lot no no but I, I i wasn't in there so i yeah. couldn't i couldn't do anything um and uh i think what a lot of people go well here's what he should have done and this because you know that's all you see and you said what, before before revisionist history yeah revisionist history yeah yeah like that, that that's one thing the revisionist history but the other thing is like you don't even know like what conversations you've had or like in in this scenario like what conversations we've had mm. with, you know like obviously let's say for example 
we're not going to say, Rob, you didn't follow the game plan or fuck, you know, it wasn't my fault. It was Alex's fault. It wasn't Alex's fault. It was Justin's fault. It wasn't mm. Justin's fault. It was Fab's fault. Um, we'll have a conversation about what we saw objectively, you know, and, and go back. But sometimes, man, you lose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that, that's what it is. I don't think it was Nico Price's plan to be on his back and throw an up kick like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't think James Vick it, wanted to get hit. And you, you know who, who's a really good example of this? I think we're going to move into to him later is, is Weidman. Yeah, well, let's talk about him. Because he... And we want to have actually Sarah and, Rongo, and Longo on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've reached out, so hopefully we can get them on in the next in the next week or so. Obviously, he's tied up this weekend. But, um, but like, he's a guy that I believe has done everything right. You know, he's, he's in, in a lot of the, I can't say everything, but uh, from, from the outside, it looks like he's doing a lot of things right. And in the octagon, especially, I feel like it's reflecting that he's doing a lot of things right. I think a lot of, a lot of the fights he's lost in his last five or so. He's he, lost three in a row, I believe, and then beat Gastelum. Yeah, but then, and then the one before that, he lost to Romero. So, now he lost, uh, he, he lost Rockhold, Romero, Musasi beat Gastelum. And now he's up. He lost Jacare. And lost to Jacare. And yes. now he's up. That's that's how it went. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and you know. And, like, and sorry, I just want to say, Romero, up there with some of the best middleweights. Yeah. One of the best middleweights. <laughs> yeah. Musasi, same thing. Gastelum, same thing. Um, Jacare. Jacare, same thing. You know what I mean? I miss it. Rockhold. Rockhold. <laughs> you know thing. what I mean? Like um, he fought the killers. He's fought nothing but killers. I respect that run more than had he beat. Yeah, uh, like if he was undefeated for like ten in a row, but like yeah, <laughs> no, because he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go out and get trashed off Romero. Nah, he, yeah, he wasn't surviving every one of the fights. He a lot of those fights he was winning, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I guess where we're going with this is like. Like, what do you do when you're a guy like that where you've been winning fights? A lot of these fights, but then something happens and you get caught. Like Romero, he got caught at the end of the last round, like right at the end. Uh, Jacare, same thing. Like Musashi, there was a touch and go. But that's but he was another beating thing, Musashi in the first round. That's another thing, though. Like, he got... he. It, it was weird. The whole way he lost that fight was just weird. Like yeah, but it, but, it, it must but even give it to Musashi, losing to Musashi <coughs> is not... What's that? Is that is that you're a pussy because you yeah. lost to Musashi? Like... What 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 do you do? Like, how much do you feel when you're doing the? Yeah, you know, and we touched this. We touched on this last week. It's that it's that whole thing that this isn't this isn't a fairy tale. Nah, this isn't. You know, there sometimes there aren't happy endings. We're we're two guys out there duking it out, and you can do everything right and still come short. I was reading. A, I was watching actually a pod, uh, TED talk. This lady was doing a TED talk, um, and she has I forgot her name. She's a uh, She's terminally ill, and she was talking about she's a she's a, a historian, and she's saying like Western society we believe like we have this thing that like everything happens for a reason and good things happen uh, to good people and if you do everything right you're gonna think and like historically atrocious things have happened to great people do you know what I mean like it, it that's that's not accurate that that it's not it's not a Life's not a fairy tale, you know. So you look at someone like Weidman, and I, I'm I'm always excited to see him fight because I think he's phenomenal. I, I am so happy he went up to light heavy because I'm a big fan. Yeah, and also good to avoid fighting him. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a hard fight. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I I think he's one of the better guys like mm. to ever fight at that division. You know. Yeah. 
What are your thoughts on that, Eli? I will just interrupt about the Blue Ring Octopus. Please do, Eli. Please. Jamie Allen sent in uh, the Blue Ring Octopus injects venom through its bite, boys. Uh, I thought and then so. I, then I looked it up, yeah. So it is Can't say bite. thought so after he tells us. That's why I doubted you. <laughs> Otherwise, no. I would have gone, oh, that yeah, is, I believe you, Robert. That is sad, dude. Just take the loss with me. How is that a loss with you? Because you didn't answer it. I it, said, if you I thought, don't think so. If you thought so, you didn't say it. It's on, it's on camera. You didn't think so. Otherwise, I would have said, yeah, is it, Rob? So why didn't you say it? I said, Eli, can you look it up? Because I don't believe you. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, that's the Blue Ring Octopus that's, one. That's, but Chris Weidman, yes. yeah, he's, you know, he's going to go down as one of the best. He took the, took the title off, arguably still the best fighter in the UFC. So, um, but what about these guys that are fighting absolute demons, doing the right things? Looks like they're winning Man. a lot of their fights by losing, by getting clipped at the Again, end. Again, it's like. a good value of life, do you know what I mean? Like, not everything goes your fucking way, unfortunately. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. matter how much want... Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I remember talking about this, I think it was to Dave, like, doesn't matter how much each weekend I want the Panthers to win, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean they're going to win. doesn't matter how much I wish or... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... It sucks, man. That's just life. It happens. I'm really interested to speak to his coaching staff because I, <coughs> I want to know how they've gotten through all of that, mm. you know, because that would be hard. Oh, I can't imagine. Like, well, that, that would be I, super yeah, hard. I can only begin to imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. It, it, it would be such a hard thing, you know. And the people, man, I just watch what people say and I think, like, dude, like, white man, will f like, he'll kill you and your whole family. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you talking about? You're talking about like he's this guy's not good, you know? And the dude he's fighting, man, Dominic Reyes, is no fucking joke. He's he's really good too. I don't know that he gets past him. How do you, how do you think Wyburn's transition to light heavyweight will be? Because he's always to me as a as a middleweight and him being a middleweight, he's always looked huge. He looks big. Yeah, he's always yeah. he's always looked like a big guy. There, there's a lot of guys that I see and I go fuck this guy's big, you know? When I see him. For, for middleweight, all of them, all of the middleweights are big, every single one of them, you know, and people don't, don't get it, like even when they say with Adesanya, and they, well, I love this, I love this, like say for example, Rob's fought him, we've met him, we've seen him, and like, you know, people are like, he's not big, and I'm like, dude, he's fucking big. He's like, big. He's a big guy, you've yeah. met him too, eh? Yeah. He's, he's like, not built like a thick dude, yeah. but he's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy, and... But Weidman, of all those guys, even Gaston, Gaston's built like a little brick, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, he's, he's a keg. Yeah, he's not little. No. He's, he's, a, he's a brick. <clears throat> but Weidman's the one guy, even even compared to Rockhold, like I found Rockhold tall, but Weidman, I always saw him as like, he's a big dude. He's big one guy. guy. Him and Hester, they're the ones that stood out as like real big dudes. Yeah. Oh. Hester's just thick as, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big guy. Um, Hector, yeah, but yeah, one minute, same thing. Like Hester, not Hector. Hester, Clint Hester. Yeah, he's a big guy. But yeah, but I think he, I feel like he's more. Again, he's he's got like a smaller waist. Like no. he, he's got that V-shaped sort of look. Because I remember even I ran into him after, I think his last fight in the UFC, and I ran into him in in Vegas, and one, <clears throat> that was after he moved to light heavyweight, and. Uh, I was sitting next to him and I was like, he's a big guy. He's like nice and chiseled and stuff. <laughs> nice and chiseled. Nice and chiseled. He's, he's, <laughs> that's what he boy. thought of you, Hester. Yeah. The whole time he's fighting you, he's <laughs> going, go. he's nice and chiseled. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> you know, and his dad's a great man as well. His uh, dad's a champion. He's a champion. We were, we were standing in the, in the queue for the buffet together. He's a legend of a dude. But um, he, he, looked, he looked big and, and thick, but 
He's he's not Weidman thick. Weidman just looks like he looks like his joints are big. You know yeah. what I mean? When um when I saw because I recently saw like a replay of like when he starts Anderson Silva, he looks so much bigger than Anderson Silva. Yeah, like like monstrously bigger. And that's and that was one thing when we were like looking at the division way earlier in our career and we were sizing up the guys. But that was one guy we always thought was going to be a nightmare of a fight because he's yeah. a big dude and his skill set is so so on point. One guy that that. I don't think is as big as people think is Romero. Like he's big. Romero too was massive. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say like no, no, no. But like, no, but I was gonna say no. But but Romero, he's big. Yeah. But he's more more than what than just being a big guy. He's very explosive and athletic yeah. with that size. Yeah. He's but quick. I think Weidman's bigger. Like just as a Weidman's a, a bigger dude. Yeah. As a bigger person. Yeah. But you you'd be hard pressed to get a dude like Romero. That can explode like him, and I think that's that's the thing with with Romero. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know because having said all that we said is kind of like with I'll use Darren Till as an example, although Darren Till's a striker and whatnot. Darren Till, <coughs> welterweight, he I may be wrong, but he never struck me as a particularly fast welterweight. He always struck me as being a welterweight that was bigger than the other welterweights yeah. and knew how to use it and had a lot of strength and a lot of power. Yeah. He was the tall guy who was a great tall fighter. Yeah. Great tall, big, strong fighter. Going into middleweight, maybe he wasn't particularly fast as a welterweight, but maybe he'll be fast as a middleweight. I don't know. Um, maybe he'll just be fucking huge at middleweight, which I don't know. That's why this fight's going to be interesting. Mm. Um but if you're not particularly fast at welterweight and you go up and you're now the same size as the other middleweights yeah. and you're not particularly faster than them, maybe it's not good. I don't know. I don't know how all of that translates. But these, these, are, these are the um, variables. Yeah. Right? I know that everyone on the internet already knows, but I'm just saying yeah. that I don't know. And everyone's also like calling you an idiot for not knowing. For not knowing. I'm an idiot. I should just <laughs> say anything. Yeah. And... Um, I, the same thing with Weidman. Weidman was big at middleweight and he had a great skill set and he was able to use that skill set and his size yep. and, and his length. Uh, I, I think that allowed him to do a lot of things at middleweight. Can can he go up and be a stronger, more you know, excellent version of himself? Maybe. Or maybe that extra <coughs> length that he had at middleweight won't be there at light heavyweight. Mm. Maybe that extra size that he had there won't be there and he won't be able to use it as, as much. And that's that's where the, yeah. the thing is. Rockhold, to me, was that was always the anomaly because I always felt with Rockhold, he was tall and he was using it really well at middleweight. And he was big and he was using that at middleweight. And I never thought that he would translate. And he might still do that because I think he's a fantastic fighter. But I didn't know that he'd be able to necessarily be able to translate that into yeah, light heavy. Into light heavy, yeah. We, we, we've spoken on this at, at length. I, you know, one thing I will give Weidman though is that if he, let, let's say he gets stronger and bigger for being a light heavyweight. Which he will probably yeah, would. Um, his wrestling game, I can see like starching a lot of people in that division up until you I'm reach the big top. big fan of Weidman. Up until you yeah. see the top, you start reaching that top guys that the, 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 the skill sets are much more well balanced. I can see him being a lot of people with his wrestling game because... Weidman's grappling is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. And he's like, his, his entries into shots and the way he, he, he always, he, 
like the way he, he does a snatch single. Yeah, the way he would snatch single, but on the far leg, like which is such a hard thing to do. If I know there's a lot of fans out there who don't really understand what I'm saying, but snatch singles on far legs is hard because you've got a lot of distance to travel, and <laughs> not to mention the guy that you're trying to do it to is throwing punches and kicks. <laughs> you know, so yeah, he it is, and it was so clean. Like he he always did it in the best. His timing was was on point like he used his striking as an excellent gateway into transitioning into in, into the ground game like yeah I, I can see him dominating a lot of guys like like just on a pure wrestling grappling sense but like I guess we just have to see we just have to see how how he goes up against those bigger guys like where everyone is kind of as big or taller like this guy that he's fighting I think they're about the same height but I think he's got more reach yeah, and Ray has wrestled growing up and played high-level football yeah. and that. He's, he's a great athlete. He hits hard. He's good, man. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, and that's another problem. Like, everyone in the light heavyweight division hits hard. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> and and that, that's what I mean. Like, like a, a decent-sized light heavyweight is like a, norm, a, a good-sized middleweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you might not have that size advantage. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very curious. What, what do you think of it? Uh, the, the same thing as what you said there's so many variables when he goes up to that weight is everyone going to be so much bigger and stronger can he compete with them the length the it size it always is like that because eh? when you go up a weight like you might have been big for your for your weight division but them guys are big for their weight division as well so it's I don't know do you think the coaching staff sit down and go alright let's look at our skill set our wrestling skill set and can we get to your mean back to a contender and a yeah. and a championship in this division better than what we could in middleweight that's, is that's, that yeah that's hard to say eh? because i guess like our conversation when when i when i made the decision like when we when we made the decision to go up to middleweight was more on a health based yeah you know like yeah it's that that i'd be curious to find that out like it, it's hard to speculate and that's why it'd be good to have these coaches <laughs> yeah. there because it's hard to speculate. Like you hear, um, I, I see people have any sort of opinion or this, like, it's funny. You, know, you go, this was Rob's game plan. He didn't follow the game plan. He didn't this. And I think, well, how, like, how would you know? How would you know? None yeah. of us have spoken about it. Like, um, let's get it out there. I, I followed the game plan. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and not, not, not only that though, like, like you, but even then, like you can say you followed the game plan, but what was the game plan? No, you did. We did, we're not sitting there talking about it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I I don't know. I'd love to find out what about the coaches, about his career, and that about the decision to move up, and, and yeah, the whole thing, and and also how they dealt with how they dealt with the losing. Yeah, with the losing, and we, and how they dealt <coughs> with that because, like, everyone's an expert. You know what I mean? I'd love to be able to get Chris on this. Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe because we're not no longer in the same division, I can reach out to him and be like, maybe. "Hey, man, no, you didn't notice, but huge fan." Because <laughs> was it was it Randy Couture back in the day when he fought at light heavyweight, and he knew that his skill set, he could beat everyone in the heavyweight division. So he asked Dana to move up there, and then he became world champion there. Yeah, yeah, and he fought um, Tim, Tim Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, but but that's that's what I mean. There are there are situations where you you, you look and and you go like opportunity yeah I, I can beat this guy and that mm. guy in, in in that way i, I think weidman can do well e in in either sense but um I'm, I'm really interested i'm really looking forward to to getting um yeah. his coaches and possibly him on the podcast massive and having a chat with him about it because um 
I, I just really interested in that journey. I'm interested yeah. in the journey, you know, like that's that's one of the things like yeah. I think people are just interested in in the results and people yeah. are just interested in like he lost to Romero, he lost to Jacare. Yeah. I'm I'm more interested in like let's let's understand how that happened. Yeah, it's funny that eh? it's like like fighting like that's like the end result. Every, everything else is the recipe that goes into into you coming out the other end like this. And I, and I guess like seeing the different factors and stuff, especially from from our perspective, where we we have a pretty like good idea on what we're doing. Oh, dude, and, and you know when you say you follow <coughs> follow the game plan or this and that, and you think like what what was the game plan? Like what do you know? Do you know if he was? Do you know if you do you know if the guy was injured? Do you know if the guy had an injury and then he couldn't shoot or he couldn't strike with his left hand or he couldn't do this or he mm. couldn't do that? How would you know? Or maybe he, or maybe it wasn't even injured then, but the eight weeks beforehand he got injured, That's it, yeah. and he couldn't train with his left leg the entire camp, so it didn't come naturally in the fight. Yeah, that's w whatever it was, you know. And you, and people, Rampage said that as well. Like when people are talking about, like I don't know who he was criticizing. He was criticizing someone, but they're saying, oh, he should be doing this, he should be doing that, and he's like, the fans don't because a commentator, I can't remember exactly who it was, but and he's saying like. Rampage was going. You you're just saying shit. You don't even know. You didn't even speak to, to the corners. You don't speak to me before the fight. You don't know anything. Not that I'm going to necessarily tell you either. But then you're just saying, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. But you don't know anything. You don't know why he's doing what he's doing. Mm. As opposed to saying what you should be doing. Like rather, you should try and say what is actually being done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I I just find that. That's why I, I really want to get the, the coaches in. I don't want to just speculate on, on people, you know. And I'll share that next week. Hopefully, we can, we can work it out. I understand he's very busy at the moment. but Yeah, 100%. Yeah, incoming. Uh, what were you going to say? You were going to say something? No, I'd love to ask, like, uh, Chris and his team, do you mean about the, the two wins against Anderson? Do you mean? Because I think they, he would have copped a lot of... Oh, he didn't really get the props he deserved. There was always an excuse, do you mean, the first time... Anderson was mucking around, do you know what I mean? You sort of, it was more Anderson's fault and then the second time him breaking his leg, do you know what I mean? I would like to know how that period was and stuff like that if we get to speak to him. Or what do you think though? Do you think that it was Anderson or it was Chris? Man, it was, it was a bit of both. Anderson's done that with plenty of people and knocked him out. So, do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a tactic that's worked before. Um, the second fight, unlucky, I don't know. But I'd like to see how, do you know what I mean? how they sort of dealt with that because there would have been a lot of people, do you know what I mean? Oh, you didn't really win and stuff like that. But he knocked him out the first time. Broke my heart, but knocked him out. <laughs> what do you think? I picked Chris in that fight. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, well, because back then I was a welterweight, I think. So, um, like, when, when that all happened, like, I wasn't really focusing too much on the middleweight division. I, 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 I knew that like, Wyman was rising really fast. And um, and actually, I almost paid for a seminar <laughs> to go to go to one of his jujitsu seminars he was doing in the area, and um, in TriStar. Oh, okay. He did a seminar in TriStar because it was way back then, and I was like, "So who's Chris Whiteman?" And then I looked him up, and I was like, "Wow, this is Chris Whiteman." And then he ended up looking <laughs> at Anderson Silva, and I was like, "Well, that's but definitely in a sense that yeah, he 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 was he did become." Like the, the the David 
out of like David and Goliath sort of thing when he beat Anderson the first time. Like he he was kind of like the guy that st- stopped him. I feel like there was. Yeah, a but do you feel that people gave him enough credit for his thing, or they or they said that it was because Anderson clowned? Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm going. It's like he, I feel like there was, like UFC were kind of backing him a little bit because he did start a legend and they tried to hype him up. But I feel like he didn't get the props he deserved. He should have gotten for starching such a legend the way he did. I, I don't think it was because Anderson mucking around because and and no because Anderson has done that every fight. Like it, it's not that he was mucking around. No, that's how Anderson fights, and he got caught because he fights like that, not because he was mucking around. Like I don't think I don't think Anderson Silva has mucked around in any fight. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he's ever mucked around. Like. Anyone who says, oh, goofs around, no, that's just how he fights. He's not goofing around. So if he's goofing around, you beat him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't happen. That's how he fights. And Whiteman didn't get sucked into any of that. Just walked him down, had faith in what he was doing, and then clipped him. Like, he, he knew. And I <coughs> honestly think, like, if you're clowning someone and they knock you out, they knocked you out, that's it. Yeah. There's done. no, there's no two ways about it. Like they, they, they cracked your head open. They're done. Um, the in the second fight, I feel like he threw the kick, and Weidman checked it. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was lucky or unlucky. I think, I think like that, that's, that's the yeah, risk of that kick. Like I, I think yeah, that's exactly right. I think like <clears throat> that's as much a risk as like me throwing a a punch, but not rolling at the right time, and getting hit. I threw a kick. And you checked it on the button. It's the same to me. It's the same as if I threw a, I threw a punch and didn't roll, and you clipped me. Uh, I think it's. I was a little close to home that one. <laughs> I was a little close to home, buddy. Well, it's, it's like that. You didn't roll the right way. But you know what? Like that's. But 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 what are you going to say? And that's that's what I mean as well. Like like honestly, like when people talk about like I've seen some of the comments surrounding. Like your game plan, this game plan, mm. whatever. And I think like you got to give your opponent his props. Yeah, he fucking won. Yeah, that's it. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you? Anything else that needs to be discussed will be discussed with your team, by your team, and with the people around you. 100%. And the rest of the time, it's congratulations to your opponent. Yeah, fucking, that's it. Move on. What are you gonna <laughs> yeah. do? Yeah. You're gonna. Oh no, it was not him. It was not him. It was me. Yeah, that didn't no follow. excuses are for weaklings. Yeah, like what, what are you gonna say? Like, don't worry about it, man. He, he won. That's it shake hands move on see you next time see you next time man and that's it and whatever needs to be discussed will be discussed you 100%. Know? um we have two thousand experts fucking commenting on <laughs> shit so we we have way more than that now <laughs> like as soon as like we we, we have 98 uh, we have we have two percent of our yeah of our viewership that's about two percent two thousand experts <laughs> so um yeah um, what do you what do you think of the Cub Swanson versus Con Gracie fight? Um, I, dude, that was that's one of the better fights of this year, I think. Really? Yeah, you didn't think so? I didn't like it. Really? I didn't. I didn't think it was a oh, great oh, fight. Oh, like in what I, sense, I in think like both a, guys are warriors. In like, but a, I didn't in like think a technical, as in like you're sitting back and you're watching two dudes duke it out. Because like I technically, like I could break it down for for, for a while. Like I, I think. They both kind of... I felt like they both... I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but it wasn't... To me, it wasn't like... It wasn't like a great fight. I didn't... Yeah, it it wasn't a super technical fight. And I think both guys fought with with a lot of pride. 100%. Now, now I'm saying this 
as a guy who hasn't asked either one of them. So please, no, nobody get defensive or, or jump on me for that. Like, I, I, I apologize in advance of making... I'm just checking something, sorry. I apologize in advance for making the wrong assumption. But it looked, looked to me like they were fighting with a lot of pride. Especially especially Kron. I feel like Kron was like, I want to duke this one out because the dude's ground game is phenomenal. And I don't think I've... Like, I, I can't even remember him shooting in the first and second round. Like, he granted... guard a couple of times. I, I saw the guard pulls in the third, like, and I thought they were cool, you know. But, um, but trying to pull guard in the third is a bit late, I feel. I don't think he shot a lot in he the pulled, first and he second. He pulled guard in the second as well. He did pull did guard he? earlier. He did pull guard mm. earlier, but, but... But, like, yeah, he wasn't... He, he wasn't was, pressing. He was that. just pressing, trying to strike and slug with him. And you know, I, another thing is like, when I say like, I didn't see him like try to try to take it to the ground because his ground is so strong. It's Cub was also doing a great work of moving a lot. That's that's the thing, you know. Like you try to explain <coughs> to people that as well. Like it's like, why didn't he shoot? Why didn't he shoot? No. Cub's a good wrestler, and Cub was moving and doing the right things. Yeah, and and shooting takes a lot of energy. Yeah, and although it didn't look like it. Cub was landing bombs to his body. <laughs> bombs. The whole fight. Bombs, man. The whole, I could hear him. Like the yeah, but, whole but fight. you know, it looked like it didn't affect him, but it, 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 it did affect it him. It slows you down. Yeah. It slows you down. And um, and I don't know as well, was Cron injured going, I don't know. Yeah, so, and that's what I mean. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, he fought too pr- he, like, proud and just wanted to strike and bang with Cub. He should have taken it. No, because... Cub was doing the right things as well, and they were trading big shots. I I like the fight in as far as like the test of heart, test of grit, and all of that. That's that's where I was going to go. Um, I I found it. I found that Cron towards the end was starting to pressure so much that Cub was starting to gas. Yeah, but I didn't feel that it was an accurate representation of. Um, both of their skill sets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was kind of... Yeah. And that's kind of... When I say that it's up there with one of the best fights of the year, it's because, like, I really... I understand that, like, however these guys fought, and I think they are, as you said, I think they're better than the, the shows they put on. The heart and the, the oh, level yeah, of yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. The heart and the... From, from that perspective, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the, the show and the, the skill set, like, then the heart they and the soul they just left out there. Ah, oh, no, no. That you can't like, take away from Yeah, that. and I was just like... That's off to you, good sir. No, hundred percent. In that regard, that was absolutely. amazing. No, absolutely. Um, did you think that? Uh, did you think that Kron could have won that? Because Kron, some people saying Kron won. Some people said, well, I mean, Kron said he won. Mm. Do, you, do you believe that? No, like, I, I wouldn't. Like, I'm not going. I wouldn't have written a letter saying, like, of disappointment, saying that, like, man, no, definitely, Kron won the thing. Or if if Kron did win, Cub would have won. Like I think it was two guys. Kron was definitely pushing forward a lot, but Cub was landing very significant. Like he was landing good shots on the counter. His pivots were so like beautiful. Like his way of pivoting off the fence or pivoting off the back foot was just immaculate. And his body work was huge, huge, like untested, uncontested, like body, like free body work the whole fight. So um, I felt, I think it was a good fight. Like I think it could have gone. Like, it could have floated either way. I think it definitely Kron advanced a lot. Like, it was definitely the, the, the guy chasing. But that doesn't win your fights. <laughs> I, I felt that Cub won it like, clearly. You don't even get... You don't even get... Like, there's no points for walking forward and yeah. taking shots. I, I felt that Cub won that pretty pretty clearly. Yeah, I, I, 
Yeah. I think Cron gave a great account of himself. Yeah. And I think he came forward and he was fought till the end. But I thought Cub won that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I feel like Cub was landing the more significant shots. But, you know, it, it, you have to see how the judge score Because sometimes the judges can surprise you and just... No, but you yourself, how do you feel? Me, personally, I think I think Cub won. Like, I'm... Although Cron was walking forward a lot and, like, pressuring a lot, he was taking a lot of big shots. He was getting hit a lot. Like, yeah, he was landing some shots, but not the same impact Cub was, was landing when they would trade. Cub would, would, would pivot out, trade again, and then, like, Cron would just keep walking forward. Cron would turn and then start walking forward again. Here's the thing. Um, Cub's a good jiu-jitsu, good jiu-jitsu, mm. black belt. Good wrestler, he. How dangerous would it, would you feel being on top of someone like Kron? Like how how dangerous would it be for, for you? Because you fought Jacare and yeah. you didn't want to take, you didn't want to follow it to the yeah, ground. Yeah, I um, initially in the first time. Now now being good, being good at jujitsu, and and then like going to the ground MMA, two very different things. Two very very different things, but I I think especially when you're fighting for keeps. Like like we are in the in the UFC and MMA, why why risk it? Like why why give them the advantage? You know why give them home territory at all? You know so like yeah, I just I just wouldn't like with the guy with the level of jujitsu that like him and Jacare have like you have to be aware of it like constant constantly you can't ever not but. But it is very different. It is very different to um to 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 like jujitsu matches on the mats and whatnot. What do you think, Ilo? Uh, I was on the I was on the Cron Cron bandwagon, but Cub Cub won that hundred percent. I can't. There's there's no doubt in my mind that he won that very comfortably. Um, I, I love seeing Cron fight. I yeah, love that I would. Fight. I wanted like the good story. Do you mean for him to get that win and keep climbing and stuff yeah. like that? I thought the difference was in their striking. Um, it still didn't look natural. I don't think for Cron. Do you mean that striking and that? Um, he was very square. Got punched a lot. Got hit a, a lot, lot. Do you know what I mean? And then body shots and that. Just a lot. Why Cub did really well of staying on the outside. Manny would have done some steps. I know he would have threw some punches, but the amount of yeah, like. Do you know what I mean? Distance he would have covered too, just always getting on that outside. He was just getting walked down, but he was just peppering him. Each time he would get walked down, he'd pepper him and move on. You, you, you know, like, hats off to, to Cub's um, cardio. Because yeah. he was moving so much. He was tiring at the end. He was starting to... Yeah, but like, even to last yeah. until then. Yeah. Like, he was moving so much. Like, even free moving, like when Crom wasn't advancing him fast he was like bouncing and moving and pivoting and then again like when Con would move forward he'd go pep pep pep, pep pivot pep 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 and then get out and start moving again like that is huge that's a huge toll on your gas this is a hard question I suppose for you because you learned striking before grappling but I know it's hard for some strikers to learn grappling or they don't think um, but how hard do you reckon it's for the grapplers to learn striking depending on the grappler of course but because like, like you said, like that, that was the thing that I felt when I was watching it. I was like, he just... And I'm sure he's working on it and he's going to be better next fight. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, but, he, but he just looked a little bit like 
just a, like a little bit behind. Yeah, you know? punches look forced and didn't. Do you mean they just don't look like they come natural to him? Yeah, but that's his body doesn't move naturally with it. Yeah, with the striking. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is a hard question. <laughs> um, yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of like real fine things yeah, in, in striking. I, um, I don't even know how I answer that. Like, do you notice that? Like, when you've sparred guys that are really good grapplers, but you've just sparred them in in striking, or you've sparred them striking and grappling, you know, just sparred them in MMA. How how badly does that stand out? Their striking when their striking's not. Like what you feel, not uh, not what other people think. Like what you feel, mate. Uh, like you mean, like when I've sparred other grapplers. Like that when you've sparred a guy that's a good grappler, you, you but his striking's not quite there, and he's yeah. trying to force a grapple. You know what it is? It's um, from my opinion, like when I'm sparring them, it's uh, I find it easy to hit them. And it's easy to engage, but they they do stuff unexpectedly. They do things that my mind can't compute well because it doesn't make sense in my mind. Like they'll throw a punch from an angle that my mind will pick put together real quick. Like oh, he's standing like this, and these are all thoughts I don't think about. This is something that just like happens in the moment. And every, a lot of strikers will tell you that like that you can't really word this well. But my body, if if you're in front of me and we're sparring. And your body doesn't moves a certain way or something like that. My body will already know what to do, and I'll start doing it. So I'll move to the right because you're cocking back your right. So to, to or I'll slip to the left because your body's, you know, pivoted this way a little bit. But a big thing when I've when I've sparred like say wrestlers, guys who come from wrestling, grappling, and then pick up kickboxing later in life, they do weird things. Like their their feet are all over the place, so I think they're in no position to hit me, and they'll throw a punch with. The <laughs> using the momentum of the earth at the same time, <laughs> and it'll come from an overhand whilst they're ducking. It's 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 weird, and I'm pretty sure they don't get it either. <laughs> but but they that's that's the that's the only telling feeling that I have when I spar these guys. Like and it, it's very it's super awkward because they don't come from the same roots as me, so I I don't understand why they're doing what they're doing, but it works. I think that's I think you see that a lot in the UFC when you see those wrestlers they start racking up knockouts because they're just throwing these huge bombs against these strikers. Like they're just and they're confident in what they do, but they just rush in and they throw a punch that's just weird and out of nowhere and they clip a lot of people. No, you know I think was big on that for a while was uh Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah. It was just Dan Henderson. Yeah, like Dan they Henderson's just, another one. Yeah, they just they, they didn't Nasty really have like clean striking, but they just they just get in and they throw their hands like out of nowhere, and it just <laughs> destroys your face when it hits you. Um, what do you think? What do you think of the main event, Joanna versus Michelle Waterson? Sorry, Joanna, uh, I can't say your surname. JJ. Yeah, that's not her surname. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty one-sided. I thought Joanna looked amazing. Like I'm a big fan of, of Michelle. Like big fan. She thinks she's such a nice lady. She's always been so nice to my wife on, on socials and things like that. I think she's a she's a beautiful human being. But um, Joanna was was on fire that night. Like she's just she's a weapon. She was controlling the clinch clinch game too well. She she was controlling the clinch game perfectly. Like she did. Was, you feel that Joanna was a lot bigger, like longer and bigger. Yeah, yeah. You know. 
Because I'd see Michelle Waterson's legs would yeah. look short. Well, and it looked like every time Ioana would hit Michelle, it would like it would make Michelle flinch, like wince. It, it would, and you know, you know what? How I, it made me feel. It made me feel like when Ioana fought Rose the first time. I was like, Rose looked much bigger than her, and then and then she looked like much longer and taller yeah. than Michelle. Michelle looks like a like a real petite woman, you know. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, Joanna was just on fire that night. It was her night. She, she was good. She was on. She was on point. Her, her volume, and it looked like from what I could see, the the damage she was doing, like the just like the, the you know the, the the impact was was hurting Michelle. She was just push stringing things together well, especially the clinch game on the on the wall. I felt like she controlled the fight a lot with that. And that I think is one of those things where it, it takes you out of your element when somebody. When you go, I'm going to take this person down, and they are starting. They at least matching you in that area. Mm. That starts to, yeah. And like, so she would, like, she'd go pa 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 pa, and then, like, move into that clinch space, and then she'd slow it right back down till she felt good again, then break it up and go back into work pa 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 pa, and then move back into that clinch space again. So um, yeah, I, I felt that she just controlled the fight the entire time. She did almost get her head taken off a couple of times with with those kicks. Those Michelle was like doubling up on those kicks, and it was it was really nice to see. She she got kicked in the throat. Yeah, that one kick it was like tense, not even like two centimeters higher. It would have. It's it's funny, yeah. That's the game there. Like mm. so close. Split seconds and so centimeters, close. millimeters. The kick hit her just there, like a yeah. little bit higher. But, what um, do you think, Eli? Man, Joanna, she throws with intent, hey. Like, I thought Michelle would come forward with maybe a not so much of an intent single punch or something like that or a strike, that little up kick she was throwing that didn't look like her distance was right. And then Joanna would just unleash with a combination and yeah. intent behind it. Bang, 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 Do you bang, mean bang. a lot of, yeah, she knew it looked she was like just countering that with it. And it looked like Joanna was throwing with disregard to her body, yeah. eh? Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she was throwing kicks with just her foot. On her like on her knees, she broke her foot from. Yeah, the I was going to say she broke. Yeah, her foot. but like on knees, ankles, elbows, she's trying to hit her. Now, when she was thrown, she was thrown with. Some and she had the distance there yeah, too. Yeah, mm. definitely. So I think that's where Michelle she would throw a jab, which I don't know, it wasn't like a feint or it wasn't with intent to hit the person, and then Joanna would counter and just boom, boom, boom. I think it's huge and that she could slow the fight down whenever she wished as well. Just that, massive controlling that yeah, tempo, like. Uh, not obvi obviously for the physical side of things, but for the mental side of things. Like when you get tired in that in that that like that, that mid range from striking, when you get tired of always thinking like which way to go, which way to do this, should I attack now, should I not? When you start to get mentally fatigued from it, she could just slow it right down until she felt good again. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, I thought she just controlled the fight. I think it was a great fight. I think they were a great sportsmanship after it. They yeah, I, I really felt for Michelle after when yeah. she had that interview and that as well. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's hard losing and stuff like that. And yeah. she's she's got a family. She's got training mm. partners and coaches and that. And she she obviously thought mm. she felt good in that. And that's what happens sometimes. Like yeah. Props to her. A mum. A mum as well doing it. Do you know what I mean? So much respect. Yeah. So hard, man. Yeah. I was watching that. I think it'd be hard, man. Like that'd just be such. Hard, I think like that. That's a husband that's with the two, eh? Don't know. 
Isn't that her husband? I always thought it was I her husband. I think so. Yeah, Maybe. I think her husband's. Yeah, well, I, I, I think Maybe. that'd be so hard yeah. to watch your wife fight. Yeah, like, you being in the corner. I can't imagine. Like, yeah, I just, I cannot imagine what that would be like. I would be freaking out. I, yeah, I would be freaking out so bad. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be just hard for me. But just wasn't her day. That, you know, everyone has them It happens. And, yeah, yep. like, like, like we were saying earlier, you can do everything right. She's a beautiful, like, human being. She's a great fighter. She got in. She says she felt great. Everything was perfect. And Some days, know. yeah. But it, we just mentioned it before. It can be a matter of centimeters, split yeah. seconds. Do you mean just every time is just a split second too late or a split second too early and, and a centimeter and, and off? It and have to be, it doesn't have to be in that moment. Like, you know, like when you're saying that, this is a thing a lot of people don't understand. It's not like a split second. I threw a punch and I missed that one punch by a split second. But it can be just like, the timing's just that little bit off. If mm. you, anyone that's played a sport, like if you play basketball, there's games, there's games you go out there and you'll shoot and you just, you can hit, you can hit shots from anywhere. You know, but then there's other games that you're shooting and it's off by like a millimeter, every shot and it just hits the rim. Cricket. No one plays cricket, Eli. Stop I play it. cricket, but cricket's the big one. Sometimes the ball, you just see No it, one relates to this. Go on. <laughs> they yeah. do. There's cricket fans everywhere. Is tell, us, tell us it. Yeah. No, but cricket, sometimes you see the ball really well, and you can just smack it anywhere you want. Other days, it's just it's just not on. You miss it every time. <laughs> Is that what happens the days you're on? You can just, you just hit it anywhere you want. I do. Yeah. I'm only asking because I've, I've... No one plays cricket. Fourth no grade, battle of bears. Shout out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it can, you can be off completely, you know Wait, what I mean? And you know, it's another crazy thing. Last bit, promise. Last no, bit. no, sorry. You can be off and the other person's on and that's a shit night for you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then like, she was like a centimeter away from being the next genius. Her game plan was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. The best thing since the wheel. Like, she was a centimeter off from that. Like, it's just... Fans suck. It's sometimes. revisionist history, though. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. The fans and, suck and sometimes. Even analysts, though, like you talking to you two percent. No, but even analysts, like, because but analysts, I understand because they have to make their living mm. off that. But it's not accurate. No. Nah. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's like you know when you see the football coaches mm. and they 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 pause the the play, like they pause the play and they go, "If you had done this, you can't just see that there's an overlap." Or like you're watching a the rugby league and the guys are stopping it and going look at this just stop it here and you can see that over there there's two overlaps and you're like dude that's not how it happened you're looking at a revisionist history you know what i mean yeah of course that looks like that now and of course let's all shit on the halfback yeah i could go back and <laughs> yeah for for yeah. not doing that tell them how to win world war one like yeah 100 <laughs> percent. But, but but that's that's yeah. exactly right like you go hey you know what if there was no one on that beach. You yeah. could have just landed everything there. You're yeah. stupid. You could have or, or if you just went around the corner. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. no one there. You know, there were no more supplies there. You know, like we couldn't go. We can go back all the yeah. way in time. You know, there was a land bridge from yeah. like fucking Alaska to Russia. You know, you could have just got across. You know, like, <laughs> fuck. It's, it's stupid. Um, this, fight, this fight card that's coming up. Mm. Greg Hardy versus Ben Sassoli. Yeah. You know, well, we can I say something first? Yes. Ben Sassoli, knockout, I think. Shout out, Ben Sassoli. I think Ben Sassoli's going to knock him out. We, um, yeah, he was, on, he was on our season of the show. Not on your team? Not on my team. Good guy, but. Good guy. Good guy. Great for a laugh. Yeah, I can see him. He had a lot of real power. He, he went up against Juan, who ended up winning the entire thing. Yeah, but Juan's, 
One of the better grapplers in that heavyweight division. Yeah, like I think of the entire heavyweight division. You know, um, and like we 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 told Juan just take him down, like to avoid that power because Ben has some serious power and he's light on his feet. He's very light and surprisingly light on his feet. Yeah. I, you know, he he reminds me of like Mark Hunt. Yeah, like he really reminds me of that. He has the same sort of character, same sort of stand up. Yeah, and um, yeah, I can I can see him doing some work there. I see him he's light on his feet. He's got a good chin. I think, and he's been made aware of 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 his um. He's got a good team trends down there with Daniel Kelly and yeah. all of that. He's been made aware that getting taken down and held down is a big problem. I don't think Greg Hardy can take him down and hold him down. No, not not like he's good. good he's no. got good judo. <clears throat> I think um. I think he can box too you know like i know he can box but i think like that's going to be an interesting one yeah but that's my dark horse prediction is ben yeah. sasoli i'm with you on that one ben sasoli what about you bandwagon i'm on it all day you're on it yeah yeah, yeah. famous bandwagon jumper yep. yeah boy yeah he's my boy <laughs> <laughs> awesome um what about you rodriguez versus stevens yeah um that's a yeah, Yair, yeah, I butcher his name every time. Yair, Yair Rodriguez, just call Yair. him Rodriguez. Yair, <laughs> Yair, <laughs> he's a he's an amazing fighter. He he's an amazing fighter. He's so fluent and creative when he comes to do things. I can see him just being on the outside working him, like picking him up. He's very good at that. He's very good at staying unpredictable. Um, Stevens is a tough fighter, very very tough fighter, but I'm gonna have to lean towards Yair. Elo? Rodriguez. You think Rodriguez yeah. as well? Yeah. I think he might be a little bit too elusive and yeah. creative. Yeah. He's so dynamic, so creative. Like, it's just... And from his last fight, not his last one, but his last, last one, <laughs> he, um, it doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter if there's one second to go or if it's early. Like, he's just creative the entire time. His brain is always putting together new stuff. It's just, he's just so much fun to watch. Glad he's not a bit of weight. Weidman versus Dominic Reyes? Yeah, you know what? I, I think that's a very hard fight. I think there's a lot of factors we can't, we can't really consider in, in the fact that Weidman is moving up, first fight in light heavy. But just out of fanboyish, I'm going Weidman. Well, how do you see Dominic Reyes, though, doing it? Like, how do, you see, how do you see him doing in that division? Like, how do you see him doing against Weidman in general? Like, not necessarily if he's going to win, but yeah, can you see Weidman taking yeah. him down, holding him down? It's hard because he's, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, Ray's has got very good hits wrestling. Hits hard and everyone, good leg kicks. And everyone in that division hits very hard. Um, but, you know, I'm still going to go behind Wyman. Wyman is such... Wyman could take Romero down. Like, he took... Wyman can take a lot of... Like, I think his rest... I think Wyman's wrestling is phenomenal. And I think... More so, I think his combat wrestling. So, I think his, his entries into his shots are just perfect. But Ray's does hit very hard. You know, but I'm sure they've... I'm sure... They, 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 their team, Weidman's team, have worked like have methodically gone through this, and I, th I think Weidman will come in pretty solid. I hope to see a Weidman win only because I've followed Weidman for a mm. long time, but um, I'm a fan of Reyes as well. I, I'm, I'm interested <coughs> in this fight a lot. Um, one of the things I was going to say was like sometimes it's not stuff that happens even in the octagon. Like you know what I mean? Like when you're lo looking at. Like people winning, losing, what they do right, what they do wrong, da 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 da. You should train like this, you should do that, you should. A lot of times it's not even things that that, that are in the octagon. Do you know mm. what I mean? Sometimes it's 
things that fighters have to get right or they're doing this or they've changed or or they're doing they were doing things wrong for a couple of years now they're doing things right but it just so happens that the doing things right stuff has to catch up you know what i mean mm. like because you don't you don't just just because i start doing jiu-jitsu today doesn't mean that i'm going to be good at jiu-jitsu on wednesday mm. it's going to take a few years before you start seeing me tap people out you know what i mean so a lot of that is a, the timeline you know you're just jumping in on one day in their lives so that, that that's a big thing as well um what do you got coming up rob um the spearfishing Jack Cousteau thing yes. is going to be incredible. I cannot wait for Sunday. The spearfishing is going to be unreal. I just... Honestly, that's... That's the only thing you have to look forward to in your life. Yeah, there's not much, <laughs> hey. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really am looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to spend some time with my family, get away for a bit, I think. And then... Where are you going? I'm not going to say. Oh, secret. Yeah, but you could just say you're going up the coast or oh, down the I'm coast. I'm going to a beach. <laughs> going to a beach. Yeah, but up or down? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, people won't know, dude. But what if they do and they find me? Do you know how big Australia is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like yeah, that. But how far am I willing to go? He's going down the south coast, down, down the south coast. So far down. Yeah. But the or, New South Wales or, south coast maybe is not. an amazing place. Australia is an amazing place. Yeah. But Astra- the like New the South Wales south coast in particular, guys. <laughs> New South Wales south coast. Uh, look at this guy selling it. He's got shares. <laughs> he's, yeah. got, he's got shares. Um, yeah, but no, I'm going to spend some time with the fam. I can't wait. And um, it'd be good just to, to get away and whatnot. I don't think I don't think my little girl has seen the beach yet. So I'm, she may be. True Westy. She might have. <laughs> She's young. Relax. That's dude. like Jacob. She's <laughs> Jacob Malkoon, 27 years old, hasn't seen the beach yet. <laughs> Relax. She's goes to, he goes to the beach in his Adidas tracksuit pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to going spearing on Sunday. Um, what about yourself, mate? Well, no, you got pan packs a week after. Yeah, no, that that chestnut, <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm going to go competing next weekend as well down in Melbourne. Uh, can't wait. Like, I love competing. I love competing in those scenes, and uh, we're going down with the team. So that'll be, be like your third time to Melbourne in. Three weeks. Five weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. We've gone every week for the yeah. last month. It's the best. Barrel of fun. Yeah. Barrel Shout of fun. out to Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys are doing me well down there. And you're speaking to her, which I won't be a part of, actually, because my daughter will be born yeah. around that time. So, unfortunately, I won't be, a, be able to be there, which um, shouldn't really affect anything because you're speaking to her. <laughs> but I would have liked to have been there. Yeah, I would have liked you to have been there. But we, we'll, we'll, we'll do more in the future, I'm sure. Um yeah, the speaking tour through November and December. Uh, you can you can get tickets and find locations on my website, which is in the link below. Can Here. you do the link below, Eli? No. <laughs> Fucking hell! Now you got him um, standing there pointing look, down. Look at, at, look at me, look like a dickhead. He's <laughs> <laughs> pointing down to himself. Put the put the link in here. You can't do it? No. You can't do it. David Roberts hasn't taught me that. I sit here and press buttons. Come on. Where do you go to? Where do you go to? Your your website, eh? Yes. Go head over to robwhitaker.co for the list of locations and, and date times. I'm really looking forward to that. Looking forward to, to opening up, uh, you know, more than I ever have before. Just uh, therapeutic as well as just to let people in on the story and see, see if they can take something from it. You know, but um, yeah, I'm looking really am looking forward to it. All right, your gym looks good. 
The new gym, Gracie yeah. Atalman. Yes. Good call, Eloy. Good no, it call. does. I've, I've seen the up on Instagram. That looks smick. Yeah, it it's actually amazing. like a really, really nice gym. It's in Atalman there. Um, please look it up, Gracie Atalman. Uh, just go Google Gracie Atalman. Um, or you can click here. <laughs> <laughs> He's freaking out every He's time I do it. <laughs> so, yeah, so... If you, if you get a chance, if you're in the Ataman area or even if you're in Russia or Mongolia somewhere and you're yeah. in Sydney, yeah. please come to Gracie Ataman. Yeah. Check it out. Um, it's got, yeah, it's, it's a, honestly, it's a really, really nice gym. Um, new, we've got a whole bunch of new instructors there. Lucas is our, is our head instructor at that gym. So um, We have a great coaching line up there at yeah, the moment. Yeah, really, really good. So. And you know what? I don't think people understand what it's like to go into a jiu-jitsu gym or to be a part of a school from the very day one. To be part of something brand new that's just starting out, you know, because a lot of people, I think a lot of people join gyms that that's been going on for a long time, and like, no, if you join from day one, you can be a part of the culture that's built there. You yeah, have 100%. a hand in it. Yeah, yeah. you're part of it. You it, help build it. it. It's something special. I know. I know. I'm selling it hard, but it is something special. It you're really not much is. of a salesman, to be honest with you. I'm pretty good. Not really, but. <laughs> not you in the South Coast, yes. No, is. South Coast guys, New South Wales, South Coast. Um. Yeah, so, and there's Gracie Smith Grange as well. So, we've got those two things, those two gyms are keeping us busy. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Might just start shout out quickly just to a couple of the guys who are loving the content. Jordan Herkert, remember Jordan? Jordan Herkert, the champion, the yeah. biggest champion. He's down Melbourne the now these days. Yep. <laughs> uh, Noke, another one. And we've got um, yeah, Sam. Did you say Noke as in Kyle Noke? No, it's just N O K. Oh. Is that how you'd say it? N O K. Knock. Knock. All right. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to cop that now off everyone. Cheers. Yeah, just shout out that they're loving the content. So, shout out, uh, awesome. Thank, you, thank you guys. Thank you for listening and being part of the 98 to 99% of people. Yes. Thank you very much. Guys, we'll catch you very, very soon. It's been real. Thank you guys. See you later. Bye bye.